0: Welcome guys, Mark Walden, welcome to my second podcast uh, which is called Mark Walden Speaks simply because that's what I'm doing so it made sense to call it that at the moment if I can think of a better name I might rename it but for now it's called Mark Walden Speaks today's podcast is going to be about how to grow a business with networking uh, I got asked this question, to be honest I get, I get asked a few times but someone in particular, uh, his name is Matthew Knowles and on LinkedIn someone tagged me into a post which someone had put up and this particular person was an electrical contractor asking uh, how to grow the business with network events that type of thing and someone tagged me in, um, someone knows that I'm being heavily involved in networking for the last five years or so. And they've tagged me and say speak to Mark Walden. A lot of other people were tagged in and made recommendations, which most of them seemed pretty good as well. So I then said, if you need anything, just let me know. Happy to help. And Matthew Knowles saw that post and messaged me, private messaged me. So uh, Matthew Knowles has got a, an electrical company himself, and he's based in Nottingham. So and his, his message pretty much said, they saw your comments. Uh, on a post earlier about helping an electrician, uh, electrical company out uh, with, or how how to grow them with networking, how to grow the company with networking. Uh, I'm actually in the same position, and wondered how you might help. So I'm gonna give Matthew a call anyway at some points, just to probably have a chat with him about thoughts. The information that I do give him will probably be pretty, you know, useful for other people, especially people who are not just electrical contractors but tradespeople in general, and. To be fair, in all, in all industries and in all types of businesses, this pretty much is quite universal information. So, I mean, initially, what's networking? Because that's what people are asking about. And you can grow business in so many ways, but networking in particular has I mean it's worked really well for me. And first of all, the brick and mortar businesses like mine, where you you know you're out about doing stuff. It's not like a digital thing where you're. You know, you're an online business where maybe online sales and SEO and stuff like that is more important. Uh, For me, my being a brick and mortar business as such, it's been a big, I would say, networking on a whole has been the best thing I've done. And even now, it's sort of, it's something I'll always do. It's something I've always done even before I ever got into sort of professional business networking through an organization called bni and bni stands for business networking international bni is the it's the largest organization of of that type in the world and it's pretty much i think it's got over two hundred thousand members now worldwide but the the main concept is that well their philosophy is give us gain so the more you give to people the more you gain back that is true just within life the more you help people uh the more people want to help you back you think about yourself someone's going off the way to help you a lot or just in, even if it was one time but it was something quite important or something that you really appreciated you generally want to try and help that person uh, in return maybe not equally it might be more it might be less but you just want to try and help them back and that's what business networking is it's like you're going out your way to try and help other people in their business and ultimately you, you, you naturally start to get people trying to help you in your business. So it's all about the message you're putting out there, about the type of people you want to be speaking to, um, the type of business you're looking for. And that's where networking can then get a bit complicated for some people and they, they overthink it or they don't do it in the right way. They don't approach it uh, in a manner which uh, is the, well, the way I do at least anyway. you know, the, the way I've approached it has always worked really well. So... Let's touch on. Let's touch base on how I think initially the the strategy within business networking should work. And you see, well, let's let's talk briefly how, how it shouldn't work. You don't turn up to a network meeting, which most of them, especially B and I, they meet meet weekly. So one particular group will meet every single week at the same location. Um, which is generally like hotels and stuff, they have like business facilities in their rooms that can be used to, to serve food, whether it's an early morning or a mid-morning mid meeting. But you meet every single week. Um, what you don't want to do is turn up to something like that and start to try and sell your product or services to the people in the room. Uh, let's say you sold mobile phones, for instance. Uh, if you tried to sell a mobile phone to everyone in the room, even if you did, let's say you managed to, let's say there was 30 people there and you managed to sell a, a mobile phone to every single person or, you know, to each one of their businesses. Great, you've sold 30 mobile phones or contracts and whatever. Um, once you've done it, you can't really get them to buy more mobile phones. It's like usually once you buy bought what you need, you, you don't need any more. So you, you sort of, you've got no more business to be done in that particular room. So... And what you would then try and do is go to a different group again, try and sell to them. And that'd be your life. You're going around trying to sell to people. Um, that's one way to do it. People actually do do it that way. That's great. But we're talking about effective networking at the moment. So when I've gone to network events, and you know the majority of people do it this way, especially the way BRI teaches you to do it, because that's a lot of what I know now is from just listening um, and, and learning all about the way BRI teaches you how to network properly. And ultimately you go in there to try and inform people what it is you do and the types of people you'd love to speak to that you know those people when you're introduced to them are not your clients, they're the people that are gonna feed you your business. So simple example, I do a lot of architect work for my well, for architects, don't do architect work, I do work for that architects feed me. One sec. My dog's in the room and he's snoring. <laughs> um so yeah, I every week I'll say, Yeah, I love speaking to architects, they feed us the work that we want. That work uh comes from people who obviously want to build an extension, want to build a loft conversion, need a full house renovation, whatever it may be. So the client is the person paying me the money. That's actually who I want. I want to be doing business with the clients, but I don't ever ask for the clients in the room, I don't ever go to a network meeting and say, right guys, I'm looking for clients who want to build extensions and loft conversions, I'll tell people that, they're the people we like to work with, and they're the jobs we like to do, but I then say, and therefore, architects pass us that work, so what I'm asking the people in the room to do, is to introduce me to architects that they may know, and what I will do is be specific, and I'll actually research the local architects that I would like to be speaking to, and sort of developer relationships with and what that then does is people in the room understand yeah while the construction they build extensions they do loft conversions or house renovations that type of stuff they get that type of work from architects mark is telling us that he wants to speak to this particular architect and the likelihood of someone knowing an architect can be quite high so on a weekly basis if i'm asking for a different architect every single week now and again someone will and this does happen and it has happened uh, says oh I know that architect we, you know, we clean their office or I do his garden or for any reason someone may know that architect now as long as I've done my, uh, my bit right over the last sort of weeks, months and years if I know that person really well they've got to know me they trust me, they know that I do a good job and so on, all the stuff that you expect in a good business that person's going to have no hesitation to recommend me to this architect that they know that I've asked for to speak to so that's where it's almost like a three-way thing then the the middleman is the person in the room in the network event they know the person I want to speak to and they're going to introduce me to that person with a warm introduction and having a warm introduction is so much it, it's literally on a different level compared to just you trying to get directly architect because I mean these architects that I want to the. They're easily contactable done on the internet the business is there the mobile is there and the the office number i could call them directly and say how's it going now here's a quick story when i used to love to speak to letting agents because letting agents do a lot of maintenance work on properties they have a lot of properties to maintain they need contractors to pass work too I, so i figured out if we had lots of letting agents they'd feed us lots and lots of work big work small work and so on so when i first joined bni uh, letting agents were the one that I wanted to speak to so those that's for letting agents prior to being in B&I and going to network events my approach was what I've just said doesn't work which is basically calling up letting agents or going in physically into the letting agents office and saying how's it going guys name's Mark Walden uh, back then my company was Walden Joinery not Walden Construction so I'd be like yeah you know Walden Joinery we do Loads of joining the work, but we do everything. We do maintenance work. We're good at everything. Uh, you'd be happy with what we do. Try and tell them yourself, give them a card. Say, you know, they'd, they'd say, oh, yeah, thanks very much. No problem. Put the card in the drawer. And you'd never hear anything back ever again. So, as you can imagine, that approach, I put a lot of effort in, but I got no return at all. And on the flip side of that, in B&I, when I realised that being specific and asking for a particular type of person... Um, would work best i thought okay i'll give this a try um, that was on a training event that BNI and i held the next morning was my chapter meeting when we you know we met weekly but it was the next morning was when i was due to meet all the, the usual people and i asked to speak to a particular letting agent i looked on google just picked the top one you know letting agent will asked for the person in fact I didn't even know the name that's you know didn't actually do it exactly right but I knew the company at least and I knew where they were based and you know it was Woodchurch Road in, in Whirl in, um, in Prenton. so I asked for this person and the person sat next to me was the person that had trained out the content the, the night before and they said oh I know that guy good friend of mine I'll introduce you later so I was like but that worked well so same day Few hours later, after the meeting, I'm speaking to this guy in the letting agent and he's given me uh, opportunities for work. And within a day or two, we've already passed a few jobs over. That's just that one letting agent actually turned into a great, such a great source of business because within a few months, I think mean, this is in like the April or May, and by August, September, they said we've got a house there. Tenant's moved out, lived there for years. It needs a bit of a refurb. The landlord's interested in, in paying out, you know, a decent bit of money. Um, we priced away, and we won it we won the job it was about twenty i think it was twenty eight thousand pounds at the time if I remember right so we got just one job that they passed us was twenty eight thousand uh, pounds you know good profit in that job as well just some asking just from one time for asking for an net agent or a letting agent and and saying who it was I wanted to speak to and someone in that network room in that in that room in the network event knew who I wanted to speak to and introduced me and that 's how it all started off. And now, these days, we ask for architects. The amount of architects are being introduced to, um, it's basically more than we can handle. I've got one particular architect um, based in Oxton who try to feed us work, and it's more work than we can literally handle uh, as a business. You know, we're set up with, a, with a, uh, the amount of resources we have, so we can only take on us, you know, we're, we're capped at what we can do. And just one architect passes me more than we can cope with, never mind having three or four architects or ten. So, networking has the power to give you more work in business than you can literally handle uh which is the the good part if you've got a business that's scalable where you know it's set up where if you could double the amount of sales you get you could cope with it no problem those types of businesses are you know it, it's almost ridiculous not to be doing networking as part of your, your sort of marketing of your business and to generate sales so next thing is i mean coming back to what obviously Matthew's asked how does he grow his business well using networking it would be using the types of things I've just said there now here's the what I think is is the special part about going to business networking events and being introduced to these people the I, I did a video actually a few weeks ago put it on LinkedIn and it pretty much I did a drawing of a system that I use along with you know b networking but this works in you don't even need to be go to a network event, it can be anything. And the when you draw it out, you've got four boxes. You've got you know, one, two, three, four, one on the left, four on the right, and so on. And box number one, you. Box number four is your clients. That's the person that's going to pay the money into your bank accounts, and be the person that you deal with. <clears throat> now, so for me, that's the homeowner who wants to build the extension for Matthew. That could be the person that pays him the money. So it could be a housing organisation if he wants a big sort of you know commercial type job. Uh, it could be a large main contractor. So someone with a construction company like me, but you know massive, you can take you can pass like an electrical package to an electrician, um, so he can get his clients to those types of people. Now. When you go to a network event, you're not going to ask directly for those types of people. You want to ask for someone that can feed you the business. So like we've established, my client wants to build an extension, but it's the architect that feeds me those clients on a monthly basis, literally. So the architect is the, the feeder. They are the golden goose that gives me the golden egg and so on. Um, they're in box number three. So you go to a network event simply to be introduced to box number three people people who are in that, that sort of section number three because uh, because they can introduce you to multiple box number fours who are your clients and that when you start to think about it in that way that's where you can then really start to utilize this system and number two is you know that where you're going to get those introductions so B and I networking or any other type of network event, Uh, anyone anywhere can do it. But it doesn't have to be a network event. It can just be somewhere where you're putting it putting the the stuff out there. It could be on social media. It could be when you go to the gym and you speak to people and you say, Oh yeah, I love speaking to architects and someone there says, I know free, you know, for any reason. So that's that this is the good part. Now so where's when I said that this is the special part, number two is when you go to a let's for instance for me the way it's worked it's B and I I've gone to a B and I network and sort of every week for the last five years now the people in box number two who are effectively because B and I is or are the people in the room that's what B and I is if there were no people there B and I wouldn't be anything so a business network meeting is about the people who are there now the architects and the letting agents that I've ever been introduced to where I've then gone up to do uh, you know gone on to do some really good work have been. <clears throat> Think about this: the people that have introduced me to those, artex and estate agents or letting agents, I've been a solicitor or a couple of solicitors, a gardener, a cleaner, uh, a mortgage broker, another letting agent. So. They're really random businesses compared to, you know, a construction company. There's some, you know, cleaner is, you know, yeah, maybe a cleaner would be involved in in an end of build clean, but generally a cleaner's a cleaner, not really involved in the construction industry. The solicitor, not really involved in the construction industry. That particular solicitor is actually a motor and sort of traffic law specialist, probably the best in the Northwest. Um, well, he is actually. His name's Frank Rogers. Now... So Frank introduced me to a good architect years ago, and we did business uh, with this architect. So it just goes to show that it doesn't matter who is in the room. It's all about uh, who they can introduce you to because of the network that they've got, the people that they know. Uh, so you're never going to actually sell yourself or sell you know, the thing that you want. You don't want to contract with anyone in the room. You're asking people to be, you know, you're asking to be introduced to people who you know will feed you work throughout the year um, and that's ultimately what someone like Matthew can start to do at a network event. They go there and inform what it is they do and say yeah we do big contracts or we do this or we do that, this is how we're set up, great. Now you then point out that the type of business you do comes from um, whatever the source is, the best source that you know passes you the business. So it may be that Matthew gets a lot of his business from main building contractors and if that's the case and he wants more of that that's the only thing you should talk about You should just say we've got just won a great job with this great big contractor worked out billions we'd love to speak to more of those type of contractors so we'd love to speak to and then you you know you start reading off the people you want to speak to and generally you just choose one each week so it would just be uh, you wouldn't say i want to speak to these five people at most network events you generally get to stand up for you know sixty seconds, for instance, and you do have open networking as well where everyone arrives at the meeting, standing up, mingling, going to different people, having a coffee, a bit of food uh, so that 's an, another opportunity to sort of mention to people maybe you know what you 're after but the one of the main things you want to do when you go to a network event, as I said at the start be an idea, philosophy is givers gain it 's all about what you can give to people because if you're if you 're seen as a person who really goes out the way to try and help everyone else in that room and try and connect them with the people that they want to speak to. All you do is think that person's really they're well into it, they're really helping out, they come every week to try and see what they can do for everyone else. That naturally gets people wanting to help you. So when you do eventually ask for a particular architect or a solicitor or a bank manager or an IT company, whatever it may be, Uh, if someone in the room knows them, ...they're going to be a lot more inclined to want to say... ...I know them, I'll I'll introduce you later... ...I'll speak to them, uh, let's let's have a quick chat... ...about what you want me to say and why you want to speak to them... ...so I can introduce you properly. Um, but the important thing with introductions as well... ...is just to sort of make sure I don't forget anything on this... ...is that the warm introduction... ...is not so much about you as a business... ...it's also like a personal introduction... ...so because ultimately... You'd expect that if you're, being asked, if you're asking them to speak to a particular business and you're going to recommend someone into someone you know and make that introduction, you'd expect that they're good at what they do. It comes as, as standard. You'd expect that they're going to be really good at the type of thing that they're saying they, they want to speak to the person for. Um, so it's like me. people. If anyone ever recommended me to an architect, you would hope, and, and which is the case, you know, we are going to do a good job. So when people introduce you, it's actually more of a personal thing as well. So they say, "I've got a construction company uh guy here Mark Walton, really good at what he does. you know that's we expect that great, but I also know Mark uh, you know he's a nice guy or this or that, and it's up to them to say whatever they think the truth is about you, and that's all down to the effort you've put in with that person over the coming or not coming over the previous days, weeks, months, and years. So the way you handle yourself in those meetings, when you see those people outside the meeting, if you meet up with them at events, other events, um, the way you are is what people are then going to perceive you as. So when they do introduce you, you're going to say, you know, I've known this guy for three years, always on the lookout for other people to help people great business as well. Um, but they'll, they're gonna give you a personal introduction, to say I've known him for a long time, such a nice guy, definitely worth having a coffee with, see if you can do any business. And that is usually enough for that person that they know to say, that's fine, happy to take his call, or yeah, tell him to contact me, I'll, in, you know, I'll invite him in for a coffee. And that's ultimately your foot in the door. That's better than a cold call, better than any other type of sale. You've got a warm introduction. It's the whole point of going to a network event is to get to know people like that. And ultimately, some of the people you want to, you know, that are number threes in the number three box, people that can feed your business, some of those people might actually be at the meeting or in other sort of groups that you may potentially visit. Uh, and that's not a problem as well. So some architects uh, that have passed me business are actually architects who go to network meetings and I've, got, I've just, you know, been lucky enough to meet them and got to know them sort of there and then. So I didn't need to be introduced to them. They were just at the meeting and I just got to know them. So that can work. But the big picture with a network event is going back to the system. You're number one, you go to something like B&I or anywhere where you know you can be speaking to people to ask for introductions, which is number two. Number three is what you're asking for, which is the type of business or profession that you know will feed you the business you want. And number four is your clients. They're the people that are going to put money into your bank account. And if you do all that right, you will end up with people trying to pass you from number box number two passion more number three the key people that you want to speak to you'll passion more of them than you can handle and as you build the relationships with those number three people uh, and try to assist them in what they can do and show them that you're gonna what you do and build a relationship they will start to feed your business and probably more than you can actually handle and that's the whole point of going to network meetings that's how you use networking to grow a business uh, to get more business in there's not much more to it than that. That When you go to someone like B&I, there are other things you can do, and they, they have training events, which themselves are network events, because you're meeting a lot lot more new people that you've never met before, even though you're actually also learning about something, a particular topic. Um, and that's why I've got a lot of knowledge now, because I've gone to a lot of training events and learned stuff about networking and then, then took it on board, absorbed it, and then put it into action, which is the most important thing. So... Hopefully that's give you a bit of a, an insight on what networking is. Um, when you see, you might have seen me previously, I always post a picture every week of a BNI and i group, especially the one which I'm involved in. <clears throat> and I will say, you know, this is the group, we've passed lots of business this week, or that we had lots of visitors, because uh, people come to visit network groups, are th- one of the best things that can happen, because the more people in the room on any given week, uh, the more potential business can be done when people are asking for those introductions. Think about it. If I say I want to speak to an architect and say the name, i'm saying that to five people, there's obviously a certain chance that someone knows them But if I say that same thing to 50 people, the chance of someone knowing that architect goes—it it rises up quite a lot exponentially. You know, a lot more, uh, not just times 10, but even even higher. So, the we always want networking into bigger and better, more people involved. Which is why if you know someone yourself, that you can invite along with yourself or anyone that is looking for more business and to grow their business, always invite them along. Um, but, yeah, hopefully that has been a bit of a, more of an insight into what networking is, how it works. And if you want to know more, obviously use the message function, message me back, potentially speak about it next time. But, um, yeah, that's the end of this week's podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. I don't know if I've gone over a bit there, but I want to make sure I've covered everything. And, uh, yeah, I will see you in next week's podcast, guys. See you later.